morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. Well, everybody, welcome to my terrible mistake that was staying up way too late on Sunday night to record this. Uh, also known as the Bandit Radio Hour. I'm happy y'all are here for the mistake. That Midnight makes, special, literally. Yeah, it's Sunday night, and I, I told Merce, like, I kind of had a hectic weekend. And I was like, ah, I can make it over there tonight. My mom can watch my kid. I can get out of the house. And it was about probably four hours before I came over here. It was like 6 o'clock. I was like, should I, should I cancel this? Should I break my obligations? Be a lesser man, turn tail, stay home. Enjoy Resident Evil and relax on the couch. Instead, you quoted Wyatt Earp from Tombstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell him hell's coming with me. <laughs> and I came, and I got, it was like two hours ago. Like, I already told him, I was like, I'm coming. Don't worry about it. And it was like two hours ago at like nine o'clock. I was like, I probably should have canceled and stayed home and let hell go on without me. I was really waiting to get like a text or a message just being like, I'm not going to make but, it. But I'm here. I got coffee and caffeine that's going to power me and keep me going like a chatterbox this next hour and change a little bit. Uh, there's been plenty of stuff happening to chat about. Um, but yeah, besides that, usual, dude, your weekend, what'd you do? I planted blueberries. Are you a blueberry farmer now? Like, is that, is that your new calling? I, I don't want to say f- I'm a farmer because they might all die. And you're, and you're, I, I'm a blueberry planter. You're an attemptist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that would imply that I've, I've reached, they've reached maturity and I've sold the berries. And so far you've built a mound, planted the seed. Now, when you planted them, were they sprouts? Like, or uh, they're they... transplants. Okay. Yeah. So. yeah no, I, I built a bunch I, of trannies. I built bed. Yeah. yeah. That's what you like having around your house. Uh, Anyways, you build a bed for the trannies. Yeah, she's just spiraling. But, uh, <laughs> the juicy tranny tranny plants yeah. are uh, in the in their beds right now. But yeah, no. So I built the beds. Uh, had to do a lot of treatment. You know, had them out there for like a month beforehand, um, getting the, the soil acidity down because blueberry is like super acidic soil. Right. And um, so got the first round planted, about 40, 50 plants, and I got another hundred coming, getting shipped in this week. I got a and, and, and you're just keeping them water, giving them sunshine, all that jazz. Basically, yeah. Injecting sulfuric acid, just a little just, bit of sulfuric acid. Just a little bit. Of, it sounds so bad, but anybody listening, use sulfuric acid to lower the pH of your water, and in turn, the sulfur the sulfur breaks down. It's actually a nutrient for the plant. So I said it to my mother earlier today. Actually, I'm like, yeah, you know, you saw it doing is like putting some sulfuric acid in there, and she goes. I know I heard you incorrectly. It sounded like you said he's putting sulfuric acid in his plants. Go, yes, I'm basically playing chemist because, and I also found out I'm not very good at chemistry. I read on a couple of Facebook groups. It's totally legit, everybody. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, yeah. So I was like, okay. Some my- guy named Ronald Sutherland told me it's totally fine. Yeah. Just get a, just get you a, just get you a couple cups and couple car batteries. Drain them into one container. You want to fertigate Actually, that? No, you to- don't want to use car batteries because those that means the sulfuric acid's got lead in it. Ah. You want to get fresh battery. Just acid. a little bit of lead. For those listening, you can buy battery acid at your local parts store. All you have to do is ask for it. It's behind the counter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do that information what you will. 
just just be responsible. Please don't come after us, feds. We're just having fun. But uh, so no, so I had to drop the pH of my water to, like to around like five ish is what I wanted, which is you know seven's neutral, is lower goes acidic. So I was like, car battery acid should be about one. And I was like, all right, I'll take a little. I'll take like this. I'll put a bunch of water, mix it, be fine. I made pH of point nine, Ooh. which was very dude. Very... You can get rid of bodies with that. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> It was bad. It took me so long. I made a mess. Why are you editing. kicking me under the table, Mercy? Yeah, I, I just said you'd get rid of some bodies. <laughs> I, uh, I was dumping just massive quantities of because I was like having to mix it with water and like dumping it out in the yard rather than spraying our plants. And I was having to use tons of like uh, baking soda to neutralize it, and it looked like a little, like you know the volcano experiments. I just got like fizzles like all out in the yard. Well, your and... first blueberries just be like, come here, nieces and nephews. I got something for y'all to try. I mean, she was over here this weekend picking some. There, so. she said they tasted a little tart. But besides that, but I didn't start. Adding actually put it into the blueberries oh, until i figured out <laughs> right so oh shit so that was my weekend was playing mad scientist and working i i'm getting old because my back hurts dude i've been thinking that all day is lower back i got an axe sticking out of it that's or i think that would make it feel better if someone hit it right uh damn i don't like it but anyways, enough about old man bitching. Uh, th- what what I do this weekend? My my brother and his kids came over, and that was that was fun. We we had a blast. Uh, just little little rug right? He's got a like a one year old, I think his, his youngest son is, and then he's got like a three to four year old daughter. Uh, they're they're barrel monkeys. They're fun. Uh, my my daughter was really sad when they left, and I was like, you know what? Why why are you so upset? I know you gotta have fun, but fun's gotta end sometimes. She goes, yeah, but. I can't boss anybody around anymore. And I'm like, ah, okay, well, at least you're an honest eight-year-old. Very true to her colors. But besides Her her first taste of power. Yeah, oh, and she (laughs) likes it. She'll literally, dude, she looks so much like the the caricature of Mussolini. Like she raises her chin and points down. (sighs) And when she wants something like, stop it, for real, you're going to start a fascist revolution. We don't need that. Hey, speaking of fascist revolutions, she had to do a uh, history paper last week after we did the show and it was uh all the great things that lincoln did oh and like dude i need to stop because i i you don't should have you should have taken the piece of paper and hung it out and shot it one time <laughs> in the center from and, the back and, yeah and then, turn, <laughs> and then just turned in the assignment yeah <laughs> but it was like dude like it had bold face lies in it, it yeah it just really did like one of them was like uh uh, the Civil War started because because Lincoln wanted to free the slaves. I was like, that's not why it started. Uh, Lincoln it, did not want to free the slaves. It started because the South wanted to keep its slaves, but that's not the same as Lincoln wanting to free the slaves. Like, if the the really rich Southern plantation owners wanted to keep slaves. And did come. you know? Did you know the largest plantation owner in South Carolina that owned the most slaves was black? Doesn't surprise me. There's, yeah, people of all colors are to do that shit. And like, dude, you gotta realize, I, I, the best anecdote or not anecdote, but like comparison I've heard this to. Oh, people are terrible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's still slavery today in just different ways. If we just don't call it slavery. We call it like prisoners that work for twenty five cents an hour. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, you know, <laughs> the, the eight to five. <laughs> yeah, 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 but uh, no, but um. You know, going back to someone in like eight, it's easy. It's very easy to be against slavery today. It's like the most non-controversial Western opinion is like, yeah, that was bad. And it's something we got rid of. Even your most racist redneck Southerner 
Like if you ask them, was slavery a good thing? They're like, no, but we need to get them out of here. So, you know, <laughs> so, but it's always like, no, like that's humanly, that's probably fucked up. Lincoln's plan was to ship them like back. Yeah. To, to Liberia. Put, I, yeah. I don't know. It, it, if you really start looking into all of it, there was, there was no good, no. really anybody but, there. Going back to like, so that civil war happened in like 1860. Going back to someone in the 1800 and telling them like, dude, in 80 years, there is not going to be like slavery is going to be outlawed. They'd be like telling somebody today, like in 80 years, there's not going to be a government. It's like, so how, how would all this even work? Those are like two opposite things though. Cause I feel like if you told someone that in the 1800s, they'd be like, Oh no, that's terrible. But now you, when these times you tell somebody there's going to be no government in the future, that's a good thing. For, for a chunk of us, yeah. <laughs> for, for, uh, for me, I think it is, uh, which like, you know, I see there's an, I heard Michael Malice pose like an interesting point. This is like a week or two ago, but he said, you know, where are the most dangerous, uh, properties? He said the ones that are publicly owned. It's like in cities, it's public alleyways, it's sidewalks. He goes, that, that's where you get mugged. He goes, you don't, you don't get mugged inside a bar. You don't get mugged inside a store. You know, he, he said, you do in California. well, except for in places where it, for better, like, like it's, it's such an odd thing where it's, it's, it's like I said last week, it's anarcho tyranny. It's like, there's so many laws that are so harshly enforced and there's only so many cops to enforce so many laws. It's just people, different people going away for different things. Arbitrary bullshit. While the real criminals, 20 of them running, you see video of them running into... Speaking uh, back to real criminals, what did you just, what good things did you come up with for Lincoln? Oh, not much. No, <laughs> my, my, my daughter was like, so the, I'm sorry, the main, the main thing she like got out, like that says, he goes, he, he fre- was well-hatted. No, <laughs> he freed all the slaves with the Emancipation Proclamation. And no. I was like, uh, not, n- nope, my, uh, my autism ain't going to let that one slide. I was like, then... He only freed... He only freed the slaves in the South that he had no power over at the moment. That was, and he names them like he's like in these counties that are under Confederate control. Those slaves are free, but like in Illinois and Kentucky, nah, like (laughs) y'all are still slaves, man. Sorry, y'all's masters are cool with my side. So screw y'all. And it's funny, even my mom is skeptical. She was a she was a history teacher. She goes, "No way." Read it, like pull it up and actually look at the document. And it's spelled out. It's like it's clearly it's like just my and what he's trying to do. It's a good tactic. Like hey. But the slaves of my enemy, here's a good reason to rebel. Yeah. Y'all will be free. And it was, it was also to weaponize the, the topic because yeah. it was to keep uh, like France and I think Great Britain, one of the two from like like aiding, aiding on the south side because then they're like, whoa, mm. it's over slavery. We're we advanced Europeans here. We, yeah, you know, yeah, we're, we don't, we don't, we don't, we're not even going to touch that. I mean, our royal families are still screwing our brothers and sisters, but besides that, we're on top of things. Ah, dude, I saw where Habsburg's jaw came from, and that was... That, oh, yeah. Have you the ever seen Prince that? Prince Ferdinand the, what, of where gets, Spain. Where he gets all the form. And the, I read, though, that those are supposed to be flattering paintings of him. <laughs> but then I got looking at my chin, and I'm th- like... I hope that's the thumbnail. I'm like, dude, I got a little bit of a, uh, of a like, Stan Marsh chin, like a little <laughs> bit of a, like, Chet You Betcha kind of, kind of coming at you, and I like it. Like, but, uh, yeah, so I saw that video on Habsburg chin. I'm like, hmm, that's worrisome. Uh, but I'm right about stuff, so I like that. 
By the way, we need a little board or some gay shit up here to keep track of stuff. Because, like, so far, Russia, I think I've knocked out of the park. I mean, like a little, like a pull, little pull tab. Yeah, there you go. We'll just draw on this. Yeah. You don't need well, it. Well, I mean, yeah. We, we can decorate it. It's, yeah, okay. It's for the show. Here, I'll let my daughter do it. It'll be arts and crafts time. Yay. Now, daddy, or little baby, right? Putin. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's like, anyways, yeah, the Emancipation Proclamation was like one I really corrected on. And my daughter's like, so I'm going to write that? I'm like, no, you're not going to write that. You're going to write what they want to hear. But just, you know the truth. He won the election when not even being on the ballot in the southern states? Well, it's <laughs> one of the things it says is like he won his re-election and five days later he's shot. And I'm like, that's a sign. <laughs> you imagine, dude, could you imagine if like Trump got re-elected and then, because that's probably as controversial of a figure. But I will say as much as I don't like Lincoln, I do think in a way him getting shot, I don't think worked was actually like hindering towards the south whether i disagree with them, there's there's been a lot of point in like that allowed like other people to step in and then really carpet bag and yep exploit the south more than lincoln wanted to yep even though i disagree with a lot of what he did i do think at that point the ship sailed like <laughs> dude that was rough on every, i mean don't give me of course like this is part of the official narrative is absolutely true black people got like totally screwed at those like yeah. we're free in like the white southerners not all of them because there were a good chunk of them that weren't this way but a big chunk's like we lost we're pissed yeah yankees are taking our money we're gonna take it out on y'all and it's like yeah. ooh, that's yeah, rough there was there was no i mean there was there's was really no winner there no. at all it, 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 and except for the where the term carpetbagger came from, which would just be like this. And a company would come down, open a factory in a southern town, get everybody working there and make enough product to close it down and move out. I mean, one of ours was the Coca-Cola bottling plant. Yeah. Uh, there were uh, like you'll see them in chunks of Florida. I saw it. But fun fact. Coca-Cola was invented by oh, a Confederate general. In Atlanta, right? I don't know if it was in Atlanta, but it was something. He invented it to get over his morphine addiction. We can call him Because that's, that's why I put actual cocaine yeah. in it, to get yeah. over the morphine. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what a time it was back then. I'm just... I don't even know. There's like a ton of cocaine addicts back then. But since we've regulated it and like, you know, outlawed it, we've totally got it under control and there's no cocaine addicts anymore. Yeah, there's... But, <laughs> It's gone. Yeah, you but, can't get cocaine anymore. But just what a imagine just going to the doctor and like, man, I'm feeling fatigued and I can't work. Have you tried cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, well, it gets those ghosts right out of your blood. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> when you stop bloodletting, you try this cocaine, a little bit of opium, it'll cure them belly aches. Come back to us later. Here's a bottle of randomness and some leeches. Yeah, <laughs> I mix these together. <laughs> try it. It's uppers and downers. Give them to your kids. Wild. What a time to be alive. Like, I, was, I was born in the wrong the wrong time. I wasn't. Nope. I like being... Dude, we might be some of the first people in history to grow up like somewhat soberly. With our minds not being... Like, like, like I said, like everyone had to drink some kind of alcohol in the past to purify the water. And sure, they're not drunk all... That sounds great to me. Nah. Dude, I get hung over, man. And I've never... Not if you just always are drinking. <laughs> Oh, That's why you died at 30. That just feels so rough. That feels... I, it's hard enough waking up in the morning. My only thing I would have liked about then was probably like always the, the feeling dirty and yeah, no. the lack of the lack of toilet paper and air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. I think those are like my biggest gripes. I think if the world ended and like, you know, society crawls apart, you know, I can survive. We have the ranch out here. I can guard... 
I am going to have a raw, crusty butthole, and I'm going to be very pissed off about <laughs> Episode it. Episode title, Raw, yeah. Crusty Butthole. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> because, because, yeah, there's, there's no toilet paper. And it's just, that's going to be, I think, the most annoying thing for me. I'll never forget the horror that I felt of like, you know, you, you grow up in the country, like y'all, y'all people in the cities, God bless y'all's kind souls. Y'all have like zombie fantasies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing. Like for y'all, it's like a shit nightmare for us. We're like, finally, we get to stretch our legs yeah. and, play, and play video games. But for them, it's going to be bad, but not so bad. Yeah. It's uh, like, but, I don't have to pay property taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I always had a problem with the neighbors. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, but anyways, they, uh, I lived with somebody in West Palm Beach whenever I had a roommate and they were a diabetic and God, and I had a cousin that was diabetic, but I never like really got in details of how, but, but I'm like, Oh, if the world goes to shit, you're, you're just done. Like you have to depend on modern society to live like bear, like food, water, shelter, Diabetes medicine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I just, ever, every time I hear diabetes, Scott Tittleman. Yeah, the old guy. No, no, no. It's the old guy from the commercials where I was like, diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> yeah. I caught cephalitis once. <laughs> Ain't that what killed him? No, I'm just making up bad rumors. Don't take that. I, 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 I figured he died of diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, dude. He's a hefty boy. I, I just have such fond memories of that man from Walker, Texas Ranger. He was always the fat captain at the bar, sitting at a booth eating like a rib sandwich, being like, Walker, there's drug traffickers, narcos down there south of the border. You and this black captain deputy got to go get them. Go round, go roundhouse them. Eyes of the ranger are always upon you. Dude, that was, that was the early 90s small town era summed up. Yeah. A, a pickup truck with the lights on top of the... Um, the of the Dodge. Cab. Yes. Door Dodge. Dude, that that that's like when Dodges came onto the scene and they're like, we are the big trucks. And then they turned into big hunks of shit. Yep. I remember all of them, like, it, it seems like everybody that had a Dodge in the 90s, their dashboards would all crack and break under the Florida sun. Like, it would yep. bake them too much. And whether it was a Durango or a friend's uh, Dodge. I've seen two Dodges get shot, but... Shot like with a gun? Yeah, the the, the two buddies I've had. Well, one's your cousin. Okay. That uh, doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. Which one? I'm trying to figure out. But anyways, no, continue. No, no, the gun. No, the gun went off in the truck and shot through the floor. Oh yeah. Transmission. Yeah. And then uh, then my other buddy, same thing. Gun went off and shot through the floor of his. And they're both dodges. So I just. My dodge, I made go sideways in a pasture, and it was the dancing dodge for a night. Oh, we almost died. Yeah. I was with you. Yeah, that's right. I went to do a donut because I was being cool. No, you went 40 miles an hour and then just made a hard left. That's how you do a donut, (laughs) man, in a pasture. It was going cool until we caught that bull hole. I think that's when things really went sideways, literally. And uh, you had just cracked open a can of Bud Light. A bottle. A bottle? Of Bud Light. And, like, dude, the, the as we're flipping... Don't drink and drive, kids. Don't drink and drive. This is in a pasture on private property, not on public roads. No crimes were committed, I think, probably. They, they were, but anyways. Statue uh, limitations. Dude, like, as we went sideways, I remember looking at your beer, and, like, as we're going, and you're, like, bracing for impact, I'm noticing your wrist is turning to match the gravity <laughs> of, like, my beer will stay stationary with level with all I of this. I didn't spill a drop. No. And yeah, and I was very embarrassed and ashamed, and now I've just told everybody about that. And that's cool. Way to go, Josh. <laughs> but anyways, uh, R.I.P. Dodge. Yep, it was the dancing Dodge right after the no go Colorado. That 
that one sober. Uh, and, and <laughs> that one also defense. ended up upside down. I was leaving church um, <laughs> with the Turner boys and Nick Barrera. But uh, nah, those are fun times back then. Kids listen to this after you're like 23 and capable of driving decent. Yeah, you don't have it. You think you do, but you no, don't. No, you don't. Like, oh, man, we were idiots. Which I guess everybody is. And it's a miracle so many people live through that, if especially in small towns. Because, like, well, I mean, we heard of people dying growing up in automobile accidents. That's like that's like how people die in small towns going through that age. Because, I don't know, I think in the city, you have to be more on guard every inch of driving. Because, right. like, people in the country, you, like, get comfortable what you get confident in your driving ability? Yeah, in the middle of nowhere, a road, you're yeah. gonna gun it, and yeah, it's it's. I I think that's just typically driving in the country. It's much more com- that night. You're bored, so you're gonna look at your phone a little bit more than you you would any other time. Don't do it, kids. But let's be well, honest. So we're growing up like, I mean, our texting and driving was having hit like the the nine key three times. And Dude, the two, that was rough. And the four and the. I hated texting whenever it started. Oh, I did too. I hate because I was like, what? Do you remember when you got charged per text? Or you only, you're only allowed you, so many texts on your plan? And I remember hearing about people rack up like crazy bills with it. Yeah, and I, I was never, like, And I remember going like, why would you even do it when you can call for, you know, as long as it's after 8 p.m. or something like that. We had like the beep, beep, and that was free. That, yeah, yeah, we got into that, and that was great. Um, So, yeah, that was my week. Besides... Besides, like, dude, at my house, we are infested. We are infested with, like... Yeah, I noticed you didn't wear a hat. No. Uh, so, dude, we've gotten... So, I guess there's, like, a lice outbreak at the school. We've gotten that. I've had to treat my daughter. But, that, like, we've gotten that mostly taken care of. The other thing, and the, you mentioned it a little bit before the show, but, like, godforsaken fleas. We live on top of a hill... Like, we got, like, a one-acre dog pen our dogs stay out in. We've been having to leave them out of it and, like, leave them up on the porch and stuff. But, like, dude, it's like you walk into the damn thing covered in fleas. Covered in them yeah. in, in 30 it's seconds. it's dry. It's so dry. And, dude, I was thinking, like, when you get these droughts out in the rural areas, like, dude, the bugs have nowhere to go because everything outside is dried up and there's there's no... Well, it's perfect breeding conditions, too. Yeah. The dry, the dry sandiness is where the fleas like. Yep. So what, you've been infested with them before? Yeah, I think it was like back before when it was super bad drought at our barn and dog pen. You'd like walk out in the barn and your legs would just be like black from like yeah. down from the fleas. And I don't know how like off, you have to get like, we had like the granular stuff you spread out for uh, them. And then, oh, it was, is it the sand yeah, that dude, like breaks like a, them apart? No, it's like something they get or it kills them or it's like a contact thing, but you spread it out and a bunch of other stuff. Or you need to go, you can get a... um you get an insecticide, but you got to get also get a growth regulator that'll keep their eggs from maturing. Because you can kill the fleas, but the problem is they've already laid so many eggs. Yeah, and the cycle just keeps continuing. Right. We, uh, dude, in Texas, whenever we had a flood, so it's like, so Florida, like everything's flat. In Texas, it's uh, our ranch out there is three thousand acres. And it's like a third of it's up on hills, a third of it is on the bottom, but a third of it's like this kind of transitioning slope, and. Our house, our little ranch cabin, was up on top of a hill. We had the worst flood they'd seen in 300 or 500 years on the geological record. And literally, like, we were on an island on top of, like, surrounded by water. But because of that, all the fleas in this valley that survived 
ran to the top of the hill that we were on. And dude, I had had my two-year-old daughter at the time. She was learning how to like run around and walk. And dude, inside our house, I think we fought them for like two months. Uh, I, I was still with her mom. I remember seeing my daughter walk and like fall down and hit the ground. And whenever she got up, it looked like someone just took a pin and just put dots all over her. And I was like, we've got to go. We might have to burn the house down. <laughs> like, this is bad. This is... And like, dude, thank God we got insecticide. Like, which I guess has also made them stronger. It's like a tip Be- for tip. Before that, you just had the Black Plague. Dude, like, what did you do about these damn things? You died. Like... You died. And like you just that... died. You just died. Yeah, I guess. Most most things, you just died. And you just lived miserably if you didn't. Dude, ima- imagine having ringworms. Wait, what's, uh, what's the one that makes your butthole itch? Oh, those are like pinworms? Pinworms. What? Have you ever had pinworms? No. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Fellas. It is bad. It is like, dude, so I've never gotten it like in my freaking life. And, and like, dude, I'm a clean person. Like I take two showers a day and brush my teeth and floss and get good old American. Uh, but <laughs> like, dude, I don't know if it's like having kids or I used to run around barefoot all the time and get much worse, much worse shit than I do now. I've gotten them like twice in the past, like two or three years. No, dude, I understand why dogs like rub across the ground and it's like, thank God you can go to CVS and get a poison and drink it and it kills them because, oh my God, if you had to live with that, I'd be like, I'd be a Viking that would murder everybody. So yeah, guys, that's my insane personal story. I'm glad it's late and we're not doing this before dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, dude, it was... Uh, I hope you're not eating while you're listening. Dude, but that's the thing, like, also, we live in, like, the ruralness of Florida, and Florida is, like, known for a breeding stew of just nasty well, imagine shit. imagine how bad it was before they drained it and everything, when everything was so much wetter. Well, have you ever heard of creep interruption? No? Why do I... Tell I me, have. Why do I feel like I'm gonna regret this? But tell me. I got a brother that had that had this, and I'll just like leave the names apart. But he was. Uh, it's whatever. I, I don't even know if I was born yet or not. But like his back kept itching, and we we lived in the backwoods of Mayak. I run around barefoot and stuff like that. His back kept itching, and like they went to Disney World. And, like by, it was like probably three days in. You know, with kids, you you don't know how full of shit they are. And I really say this as a parent and as someone who's remembering being a bullshit kid, like stub their toe. They could have broken it. They could have just barely whacked it, you know? And so like, I think he'd been complaining for two or three days and they'd gone to a couple of doctors about it. They'd been like, Oh, he's having an allergic reaction to something. Give him some Benadryl, give him some this or that. And it's like, they went to Disney world or what we did. I was born. Cause I remember going and it's like, dude, the, said like standing in the sun it felt like the his back of his skin was on fire because you know you're standing in line at disney world like sun beating down and finally he uh like my mom like took off his shirt and looked and she could see worms moving under his skin it is and uh uh-huh and it uh started as a rash and it turned into that and finally she called a vet uh who was like listen it's called creeping eruption Get him to drink this poison. It will make him sick, but he will kill every one of these in his body. 
and it's going to make him sick for like two days. And she like after three licensed professional doctors could not figure out what was wrong with him. This one probably drunk vet <laughs> was like <laughs> country boy can survive was pretty much like drink some laudamon <laughs> ghost in your blood get him out <laughs> go go hit him with a go hit him with a dose and, and no worse and but i never got that so god like so welcome to florida man stories like this is what well, that's literally what happened when the the coronavirus and all was started really come out and go around the covid stuff right i uh it was, it was, you know, Corona on everything, which I still think might be why they changed the name from coronavirus. I went and looked and read one of our safeguard or uh, Ivermec bottles or whatever, I forget what, Ivermectin. One of the, right. one of the, I think it was Ivermec Plus. It says right on the bottle, coronavirus. Yeah. And I was like, I'll be good. We're going to be fine. We're going to be still, fine here. I still think it was the Illuminati backing the Corona beer industry that didn't want to hurt their image. I mean, I think I think they did pretty well on it because everybody was like, "I had my Corona shot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, okay, all right, that was a fun joke. Um, but we, uh, yeah, Florida's got like critters in it, and that's and, now, uh, and, py- and pythons. Oh, and pythons. And I all. was reading that. Did you know that in the Everglades National Forest, that ninety nine percent of all the mammals are gone because of the pythons. They said that the raccoon population is down 99.3%. That's an insane number. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Huh? They said there's like just hardly anything anymore because the python... Oh, and they, they admitted that they no. can't, they'll never get the pythons under control. They've bred too much and there's too many of them. Now, I, all right, here's what I'm curious about. One, are these the same people that are saying the red panthers cease to exist? You mean the red wolf? Red wolf, whatever, Florida native... Thing. Yeah, the red wolf. Pro- yeah. Maybe, probably. I don't know. No. But I have seen a red wolf. Yeah, like that's. I, are these the same people that are saying the Sam Hill Hoopin Crane is endangered? I like. The, I feel like raccoons are pretty prominent, and when they're like saying we don't see. Have they been anymore, to my tax shed in the past? Are, <laughs> like, when there's no pythons in your tax shed. <laughs> there might be. Yeah. <laughs> when I walk in there, there is. <laughs> <laughs> but. Sorry, it was it was low hanging fruit, and I just had to pick it. This isn't well, a kid show, at least. Well, more in you and those. Hey, oh, guys, be back in a minute. In like we're in a second. Be right back. And we're back. Five minutes for us. Thirty, half a second for y'all. Whatever. But so, dude, I was getting into. Uh, I was doing my work, and I was listening to, of course, like fun little conspiracy theories on YouTube. Here's the thing: it's not like it used to be. I remember like. When we were younger and YouTube was starting to become a thing, it seemed like most of the stuff that got recommended to you like wasn't nearly as professional, wasn't nearly as smooth looking and, and graphic wise, but like there was a bigger variety of stuff. Like it really like ran the gambit. But it seems like I've seen some of that start to make a comeback. Some of them are these like uh, conspiracy icebergs where it starts off with like something that everybody knows about and goes deeper and deeper and stuff that people rarely know about. We might take a crack like at dog it. people. Like dog people, yeah. But anyways, dog people aside for now, we'll come back to them maybe another day. Um, I was looking, it, it was this black guy. He was, I swear, he could be like a black Dale Gribble. But like how Dale Gribble was a Texan, like this guy likes probably from Chicago or something like that, and uh, but it, it was it was funny because like when I heard him bring up CoIntel Pro, what I know of CoIntel Pro with my 
southern raisings is like, oh man, that's when the feds like infiltrated uh, the guy at Ruby Ridge, or, or not just Ruby Ridge, but like a uh, so protest movements of hippies and stuff like that. It's cool to hear this guy of another culture, like when he brings it up, he's like, yeah, like I can name you three different instances the FBI infiltrated the Black Panthers and like put a mole in there to like disrupt the organization and like tried to commit an assassination. Maybe not try to commit an assassination, but like stuff pointing in that direction. Uh, so it, it's, it's, it's neat to see renewed interest seemingly in this subject, but with enough crazy shit going on in the world, I think people are just trying to make sense of, they're trying to make a narrative of what's going on. Any narrative that'll just fit all, I mean, that's what my brain struggles to try to do all the time. And it It, leads me down tunnels like freaking people with dog heads. I think South Park does the best analogy. It's a bunch of manatees picking (laughs) up random balls and that's just what happens. So we're just a family guy skit? Yeah, it's because it doesn't make any sense anymore. No. uh, What? So you showed me an article where the guy that was fired in Israel, the defense minister. Oh, yeah. Israel's having a civil war. Didn't have that one. Seemingly. I don't know. That's that's almost like one of them headlines to me, like with the Chinese weather balloon, like China's invading U.S. And it's like, yeah, I mean, kind of, but not really. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I, I didn't have Israel on my bingo board for civil no. war when you brought up france to me and i was like well it sounds like france i mean they, they light stuff on fire over there from no, time but they're to time. really angry yeah. this time like well like angrier than normal yeah that's that's interesting um, and they're not surrendering so they're still going they've they're so far i think they protested longer than they fought world war ii but we're you know we were talking about this like off camera but you brought up how, like, kind of like it really seems like Joe Biden's uh, term is like his first term is Obama's third term. Yeah, it feels like we've just gone back to where we were. And I could see that from a, from a, a modern right winger, like just not even putting that in a negative term. I can just really see that lining up. Like my response to that would be, like, at least legislative policy wise, wasn't Obama's first and second term just Ob- George Bush's fourth and fifth or third and fourth? Uh, see, I don't, I'm, I was not that paying much attention to politics at the time, but I do know like the health insurance BS and all the other socialist mm-hmm. crap I don't think was starting with Bush, was it? A lot of it was starting to, oh. as far as they were starting to, uh, Bush really, uh, one of the big socialist things that Bush pushed that you might remember was no child left behind. Oh, I say leave them bitches. Well, that was like kind of a socialist, a more socialist approach to the educated. Like, no, there's, we're not going to have special dumb kids classes. We're going to throw them and the gifted kids and everybody all together in one. So no child is left behind. So that's so, why my Taco Bell order is never right anymore. Dude, that's a lot that has to do with it. I'd say just public schooling has mostly to do with that. But um, I saw in Oregon now that you don't even have to prove that you can write or read to get a high school diploma. They took away like all the um, equivalency tests. You just have to show up, basically. Like if you if you show up enough days, like you graduate. That's great. That's like, wonderful. Good for them. Uh, I'm happy that's on the opposite side of the country from me. I'm about as far away from Oregon as yeah. You they'll can never find their way here. They can't read no. a map. No. Uh, and what what did did uh, DeSantis uh, like recently? What he shut down a liquor license to a hotel because kids were at a drag show oh yeah or, yeah. or it was a drag show geared oh. towards kids i think maybe i well, don't know or a bring your 
bring your kid to drag show. I don't know. Something like that. Which, I'm not I'm not pro drag show, but if if you're having a drag show, I don't no that, kids. whatever, that's yeah. fine, it's a drag show. However, if you're having a drag show and it's advertised for kids or you're wanting mm. kids mm. there, then I got a problem. Yeah. Because that's just mm. even if it was a strip club, kids shouldn't but be there on whatever it, it is. Even that aside, it seems like on the right side of the aisle, people are going bonkers about Trump or DeSantis, and I'm just like, I don't know, them two against each other. By the way, update, I guess Trump hasn't been arrested for... A, Again. He's arrested in some people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I don't... This all seems like... It seems like so many different things are coming to a head. Like, not well, only, I think... I'm not trying to cut you off. The weird hmm. thing, too, with the DeSantis thing is now everybody's trying to push the narrative that DeSantis is the deep state, and be, which I... If the major news is like, if that's like the narrative, it makes me wonder if that's not, I don't, it, the problem is with everything being so crazy anymore, I'm second guessing my second guesses and I don't know what's what anymore. That's, and that's a hard thing. Cause for me, I mean, when I first heard about DeSantis and I, I remember doing a little bit of my homework when he first ran, it seemed like he actually got a lot of money from his old, from old establishment Tampa, like a lot, like. I don't know specifically Morgan and Morgan, but from the handful of articles I read, it seemed like maybe well, when I say a handful, one or two articles I read, it seemed like the typical donors to the typical Republican Party, the Florida Republican Party, which is notorious for being I know Morgan the and Morgan shittiest. Uh, was good friends with Charlie Crist. Because, yeah, a lot of a lot because he was because I was at a football game and they were sitting directly behind us as a. Uh, my one of my buddies was vomiting on himself. So that's Good that's time. how I met the governor of Florida. He gave us a high five. And the man on the Morgan and Morgan commercials. Not a fan of him because he su- tried to sue me one he time. He did but, try to sue you one. And it wasn't my fault. A drunk driver hit me, and did. Morgan and Morgan still took the case. <laughs> they was thrown out because it clearly wasn't my fault. But still, the throw principal. that on your commercial, jackass. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming for you, Morgan. We're topping the roof. No, the I'm line. not doing anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just stating the fact that, yeah, Morgan and Morgan tried. I woke with and I guess you they didn't go after me. They went after my insurance. But still, it was like, he didn't do anything wrong. Uh, uh, Bandit, I will follow you to that bridge, but not a step closer towards <laughs> that monster. <laughs> no, I've, he's got quite... He's the largest law firm in America. Yeah, uh, I think no. <laughs> but... I, it seemed like the article I read on DeSantis, it was like the the people contributing the most to him were like also contributing to the Democrats. And the Florida Republicans, if they are known for something, it is for being like if you if you're a conservative and you actually believe in conservative like principles, Florida Republicans like suck. They like are the quickest to pass gun laws. They're the quickest to pass regulatory restrictions. They're they're the ones that made it. Uh, they lowered, I believe, at, at within the same year, they lowered the entrance require hours for to become a police, like on the state level, but at the same time increased the amount of regulatory hours, it, credential hours it takes to be a hairdresser. That by the end of it, you have to spend more hours in an education class to become a hairdresser in some cities than you do a police officer. Which is just like, and I actually saw a, a a guy advocating gun control making this argument the other way around the other day. He's like, you realize it's easier to get a gun than a hair cutting license in this state? And it's like, it's way too hard to get a hair cutting license, you idiot. Like, this is it's dumb. Yeah, I think you should be able to get a gun out of a vending machine. So. Pretty, 
pretty much. Yep. And like you're, you might be joking about it, but I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I, like, I think I should be able to get whatever firearm a soldier carries, and I'll be. As far as we've been able to tell, anecdotally from stories we've seen, it seems like if someone tries to do something dumb with a gun and they do it in a city or place that the guns are a rare thing or not a common thing, they get they kill a lot of people. Anytime they do it in in a church in small town Texas, the there's a pow a guy just the neighbor the neighbor steps out and shoots him. Or like what the guy at the mall in Ohio was it like a year ago or what that domed the guy from across the food court and it's like it's always the gun free zones that get blasted. And not only that, like and I know, I know for people that grow up like not with guns as a part of their culture. Like, this probably does sound like crazy hillbilly talk, but when you grow up, like, knowing what guns are, and, like, my like my dad was, didn't root, like, he was a stern dad, but he wasn't, like, overtly, like, overkill or anything, except guns. Like, that was the one thing where it's, like, if, there, if he was going to cuss us or chew us out about something, it's because we weren't holding a gun the perfectly right way. Uh, same thing. You don't yeah. ever point. My dad was even like that with, like, toy guns, cap guns. You yeah. don't point it at somebody. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, anything. Even like a cap gunner, like growing up, like you get in trouble for that. Yeah, and like it's real, but like when you grow up in that culture of it, I don't know, you kind of respect them for what they are. And you can tell, well, I think we've talked about it before, you can tell when people don't. And you're like, I know not to trust you with a firearm because my life and everybody else's life just, it's instinctual. It's like, it's just, yeah, it's very instinctual. But you know what's on the other hand? Like what is neat? I remember uh, there was a guy that came out I think it was after my daughter's baptism, but it was somebody on my baby's mama's side of the family. A dude that was like a boyfriend of a cousin or something. Anyways, they all come out and they're like, oh, y'all shoot guns. Y'all do so much. Yeah, you know, y'all want to try? Y'all want to do it? Everyone's like, oh, no, no, no. And there's this one dude. I think he was Brazilian. Not that it really matters, but it was something, it was something like just slightly foreign to me. And he goes, uh, man, you know, I'd, I'd love to try to shoot that. I think it was my brother's AK. And he grabs my brother's AK and racks around and we throw like a, a water bottle in the creek and he, boom, like nails it. Every single time we're like, oh, dude, you want, you want to try my 40 pistol? And he, you know, we rack it for show him how to do it. He nails it. We're like, dude, you, you've gone shooting before. He was, it's the first time I've ever touched a gun in my life. And like new to, but you know, we told him like safety, point it down. Like it's so cool when you come across certain people that it's like, oh, they just instinctively. Oh, he's killed a guy. <laughs> no, no, never touch no, gun in my never. life. Never. Not in this country. <laughs> not, not here. But, uh, dude, it, but then, like, I don't know, you got goof troops like me that I, I have a monologue in my head at all times. And every time I touch a gun, I'm like, don't, don't point it that way. Don't point it that way. Point it like, you know, got to train yourself and train your kids. But one of my favorites is you ever see that picture from the 50s that's like a high school? Where, oh, yeah. where target practice is like one of the electives you can have, and they all got tw- class class assigned twenty two rifles they're training with, and zero mass shootings. Simpler times. Simpler times. In some ways, I don't know. Yeah, fifties were fifties, sucked for some people, but for others, it looked nice. I know you've seen that picture of like the fifties on the beach. Where everybody's like just not severely overweight. Yeah, yeah, and that, and everybody like, dude, there wasn't even a diet plan back then. No, you just yeah. 
You just ate whatever you heard of recently. Or you actually had to go, like, you had to cook your food, or you had to... Have you ever seen the monstrosities of 50s cookbooks? It's all butter. Dude, like, not only that, like, all right, country ones are, but, like, do you ever, like... I remember this was, like, a Facebook thing I'd look at a couple of years ago. But, dude, it was, like, a ham that you cut holes into and put jello and... like the nastiest combinations of different meats and diff, like a big thing of bologna. That I'm still not entirely sure what scrapple is, but um, I think that's what you're describing. It's something like that, yeah. And I was like, dude, this looks. I, I guess that's like a big thing, like around Delaware and stuff. Because when I was crop dusting there, like it was in the stores. I looked at it. It's like a weird meat bread loaf, yeah, thing in a package. And I was like. I like spam. I like the sausages. I couldn't make myself. I'm an adventurous eater. I couldn't make myself buy it to try it. I'll like, take a gamble. I was like, nothing about that or the few ingredients I read on there even sound decent. No. But I, I just pictured. That's that's what I'm picturing. Dude, I don't, I don't know how we like ran away from the subject. This was like one thing I really thought that was interesting tonight. Not tonight, but today or this week or what the hell ever. Uh, so like, dude, if this is like Obama's third term and that was policy wise was Bush's like, if, all right, foreign policy wise, I mean, we're back to bombing Syria. We're back to bombing Syria. And like, dude, it's the, and if you look before Bush into Clinton, I mean, when I was growing up, Clinton was the peaceful president that didn't have any wars. He was blowing loads elsewhere. (laughs) No, (laughs) he's blowing loads everywhere. Like, Maybe in so many more ways than one. Uh, but, like, dude, from Kosovo to, like, different Middle Eastern conflicts and African conflicts, like, we didn't know about or, like, we weren't really told about. Uh, to, But you even go to before him and you got George W. Bush and Reagan. You got Reagan and the, the Contras. I, and you hear the same thing. You can see a pattern of it going all the way back to Godforsaken. I've talked about him before, Smedley Butler, who's just, like... Man, I'm the most decorated Marine, and it seems like all I've done is invade countries for these couple of corporations and government connections. And it's like, there's no patriotism in this. There's no, like, glory. It's, it's And he almost led a soldier revolt against Washington, D.C. Badass. Simpler times. When did we go to the halls of Montezuma and the shores of Tripoli? Like, it's literally in the Marine, like, I don't know. I don't know if that, I'm guessing, I don't know if that was before the Civil War, but you basically, if you, and you look at the Civil War, you could say the North invaded, you know, as part of, they, they claim invaded the South. Yeah. So we invaded then. So 1865, since then, we've just been, I don't, I'm assuming before the Civil War, we were probably invading places. We've just been invading country after country oh. since the Civil War. Yeah. Like, Teddy, like we invaded Cuba. Like uh, it's, it's been Cuba. It's been the Philippines. It's Wait, the, sh- the halls of Montezuma, shores of Tripoli, mm-hmm. clearly. Is Montezuma in Mexico? Because, I mean, when you look, really look at how that Mexican line was created, it's some bullshit on our side. It's, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, straight no, up. Like, I, yeah, no. They're like, hey, soldiers, march south to the Mexican line. They're like, where is it? They're like, just march south until you start shooting people. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, yeah. And then we're going to tell like our Congress that Y'all were invaded and fired upon, and we need to go further south than y'all did. And, and it's like, this is... Looking back, 
We're not always. We. I don't think we've been the good guys. Well, hang on, hang on. Like, and I really like separate. Not everywhere. Like, yeah. not everywhere. But there's some stuff. Not every like, Why did we do that? It's been the people that have had the benefit of controlling and using other men with power. That's in uh, the the what do you call it? Um, where it's illegitimate. Yeah. It's illegitimate power over, and that's what I consider like because gov- government is because. Any contract that you have with anybody that's, like, representing you, there's, like, terms and conditions. Like, if you have a lawyer representing you, like, there's documents you sign where it's like, hey, if you're representing me, it's, like, to the best of your abilities. And, like, you ain't going to do conflicts of interest and stab me in the back, yada, yada, yada. Like, it's very specified. Um, But when it's so blanketed like government, I think humans just get there and go, all right, I can kind of do whatever I want for the greater good. So if that means invading the Philippines, uh, liberating the Philippines from Spain, and then doing the horrible shit, like, we didn't do that. The psychos in the government did. That's why, like, one of my favorite things of, of the revolution, I think they're called the Green Mountain Boys, and I think it was, I might be, like, mixing some names up, but it was this troop up in, like, northeastern United States, like, up around, like, Delaware and stuff maybe further north than that, might be up in Maine. But, like, so they were a militia, but they were led by a pacifist, by, like, a renowned pacifist. Can't remember the dude's name, but he was, like, a genius in the fact that he's like, I'm going to stop the British from doing anything in this area without killing anybody. And, like, what he would do is, like... uh, just have laxatives in their teeth. <laughs> no, it, it's more badass than that. Like, I think one of them was like, he knew a local British regiment was like guarding this big armory. So he just Batman him. He just put him to sleep. Uh, he more George Washington. Him. He sent a fake spy to get caught by them with like plans that like he was amassing an army, like just on the other side of this river. And these British guys were like, we can get some quick glory by like capturing these guys with their pants down. And they left like two guys there to guard the armory. They and left. He was like, ha He showed up with like 10 people. He was like, just drop the guns. Just dr-. And they dropped them. Then he planted bombs and blew up the armory or something like that. But he was a dude that when the Constitution was made, you know, we have like this kind of rose-colored glass look on things of like, when the Constitution was made, everybody in the country went, yep, that's the new rules. We're all good. This dude that was leader of the Green Mountain Boys was like, you're telling me Washington, D.C. has say over what I do? No, he's like, I'll do the same thing to you that I did to the British. Like, send, send your regulators, please. I'll, I've made a like half a life out of screwing with authority. I'll do it until I die. And he supposedly like he led other peaceful like. It's not like, like he makes sure he doesn't kill anybody, but he still like just blows shit up. And he, <laughs> he's just a thorn in the side. He's not a hippie, but he's just like I'm. I'm not gonna get any blood on my hands, but I'm gonna piss y'all off so bad and like taught insurrection schools and it's when you hear that phrase like rebellion is our heritage. It's like no, literally like America from the natives fighting the flu <laughs> to yeah. the Europeans fighting them to like the fighting each other for t- this has been a country of is that is that just our thing we just have to be fighting somebody if not we're fighting our neighbor or we're fighting i don't think we have to be fighting cuz I, I think i think we have to have competition i think we have to have that there has to be and for the longest time violence was the easiest and most ex- ex- expedient competition but i really think we might have evolved to where 
maybe, and that's just me kind of grasping at straws, admittedly, but like, maybe through trade, not even explicitly capitalism, not com, but maybe through like competing with each other in different ways, we can substitute that urge to violently beat the shit out of each other and have it be of benefit. Positive punching. Oh. <laughs> like, maybe, like, hey, dude, UFC. Like, we'll make you a millionaire if you could punch in this certain way by these certain rules and maybe not kill anybody. The system works. Like, dude, it's, there's, we kind of have gladiatorial arenas now. As much as that's like circus and, and bread to me, that, like, I like that circus. Isn't that the quote? Give them, give them the circus and the, they'll yeah, never yeah, revolt suppose, or like Supposedly that. with Nero, who was like the insane ruler of Rome, who was like, I don't know. I it, thought Caligula was the crazy there's a lot of them there's a lot of them nero was supposedly the fiddler on the uh playing a violin on the roof while the city burned but also like the guy that was the jewish play no later on that would be a weren't you in that yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude that was my theater time that was my time to shine bro i do as goofy as i was that was seventh grade (laughs) My girlfriend played, like, opposite me. Like, it was such, like, Romeo and Juliet horse shit. And I'm, I remember being like, what's this play about? They're like, it's communists coming to, in to kill all the Jews. And I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. They're like, you're going to dance with a bottle on your head. I'm like, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's horrifying. I'm clumsy. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, like, I'm the clumsiest person I've ever met. This is bad. And to this day... I don't know if it was adrenaline that kicked in or God was like, I'm going to give you one. <laughs> Dude, I did the little, you know, the Russian dance where like they cross yeah. their arms and they get down, and they squat and they, you got and kick and do the can can kind of, yeah. but why they're squatting. You had to do that while a bottle was on your head, while you're wearing a hat. I watched the show. You did? Yeah. I think my sister was in it. My family was there and I yeah. was embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was very, I was like, People probably think I'm gay because now I know what gay is. But anyways, but but the bottle stayed on my head, and I'm like, I'm I'm bad son of a bitch. I'm best son of a bitch up there on that stage. Y'all take it, Hollywood. The best up. bottle dancer this side of Mississippi. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Be like that little boy with the tap dancing and the big cowboy hat. But that, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> the yet. yodel kid. Yes, that, that, that very based. <laughs> Aren't you glad this was before? Like everybody would just have that video still on their cell phone. Dude, that was still VHS camcorders where you had to slap it in the side of it. Oh yeah, and the, the, the good old days. Um, but dude, no, like it, uh, fiddler on the roof, badass. No, Nero supposedly played violin while Rome was burning. Caligula, whole bunch of weird. I can't even remember the specifics of him, but there was weird. He's the one that built like the, the, the lakes with the boats in the middle of it and all the weird orgy things. I think I dig it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool guy. Go down. Yeah, history is a cool guy. Rocker. A little bit. Which is the one that ordered, was he the one that ordered the, the army to go fight the ocean? <laughs> he might be. <laughs> like, I didn't mean he had to literally go out there with spears and like his, he had like a nephew or somebody died at sea and they all just went Dude. and started stabbing the the beach. So what? I can't remember who originally said it, but like power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? Well, I like these stories we read of like, yeah, he got mad at the god of the ocean for killing his father in a shipwreck, so he got all his soldiers. What if it's like the people with this much power? They literally go crazy from it because your your body, your human instinct is like to compete for things. So they're almost like the beautiful mice in the mouse experiment we talked about. Like they're going nuts from it. And what if like all those layman soldiers are like, like, do you hear what the boss said today? He wants us to go stab the fucking ocean. I picture him like, just going like, 
beach day. And like, uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna write back and tell them we did stab the ocean. We're taking a breather. We got yeah, like, like fifty like, slaves apiece. Like, Jimmy, you gotta take one for the team. You're like, we're gonna stab you in the knee. Yeah, like it, dude. It, uh, how insane were those people? What? God, when I die, I just hope there's an emporium of stuff that actually happened on this earth before I live that I can just watch on a DVD set, and that'd be that'd be perfect for me. I have so many questions. No, I was, I didn't know if I wanted to get into this. I was reading a thing Ooh. about the fall of Rome Ooh. and transsexuals. Ooh. <laughs> what is it? Because, and then I was like reading a, a doctor's philosophy that like that, the transgender or the gender neutrality or the gender fluidity. Is it the obsession, is, with, obsession with sexuality? And... Is an indication of cultural collapse. I've I've heard that, and I think I've seen mul- I've heard multiple. And I started examples. down the yeah. rabbit hole, but didn't get to finish. And it was actually like showing that <laughs> one thing get, they don't. You didn't get to finish with all them transsexuals. <laughs> but uh, my transplants out there. Yeah. I had to go. I had to go. I had to go play with my transplants. Put them in the beds. Theme of the night. But uh, no, he was talking about like this one thing they don't really talk about is Rome and the gender fluidity and how that all started. And it was like right around the time that Rome peaked and it led into the cultural collapse and then eventually the fall of Rome. And so there was like, can that be a, a, like a spectrometer for where we at today in our society? Because would it also be, and I'm not trying to like to bash the, the transsexual stuff, but it's puts you in a, our is, does that show that we're starting to go off the cliff now? Well, I think it, you know, if I right, you can't you can't say things are getting better. Bear with me. A whole lot of sexism from the hip coming at y'all. <laughs> so like, all right, bear with me. If if like in more primitive societies, and when I say more primitive, I'm like thinking eighteen hundreds frontier. I'm thinking probably like rural European towns, like Eastern Europe, like well, you know, not not first world countries. Like if from what I understand, like a man is phys- typically physically more able to like do manual labor, and so like a woman like has to take care of the house, which it's is no manual labor, <laughs> not womanual Man- labor. Yeah, yeah, but like even like taking care of the house is like no piece of cake. Like when you don't have a vacuum and like laundry machines and like oh shit, this is hard work. Like that a woman has to do, but it's like a dude is physically more capable of going out and doing some of the more hunter gathery shit. Yeah, right, like building houses or whatever. As that society, whether it's Rome or the United States or England or whatever, like as it advances and as men, a a larger portion of them, stop engaging in that manual labor and started like, let's say, I don't know, they're managing money. Like they're doing things society needs. They're managing transportation or stuff like crucial things to society. They don't have to do that as much. And almost a like more feminine aspect comes out, and like I think everybody has like damn near masculine and feminine. At like if I think, oh, that's a pretty painting, that's a like pretty feminine baggy shit. I said, but like I'm capable of saying that, and just like a girl could say, like I want to punch you in the mouth right now. I'm like, oh, you kind of sound like a dude. And then that's she turn on. Then she does. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you kind of hit like a dude. What do you imagine that, Taylor? Um, but uh, <laughs> inside yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, she made me see stars. Uh, but that kind of was asking for it. But no. So like, as this society progresses, unless like it seems like that would be a tend, a thing to tend to happen, would make sense. Kind of a growing population. 
doesn't have to go do the more manual labor and stuff like that, that just kind of, and I'm not one of these like micro, like the problem with America is that we don't have more people breaking their back in half. I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't know about this. It's kind of nice that we don't have to build horse. Oh, manual labor is terrible. Terrible. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's nothing fun about it. No, it's, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> unless like you figure out fun ways to do it, unless you're inclined, you're like one of these guys that's built that way. Uh, but like, dude, if you, like a roofer. There's a reason they pay them a lot. I'm in my 30s and my knees hurt. <laughs> yeah, my back hurts very bad. But, like, I don't know. For better or for worse, I think that's the way. It wouldn't it's, surprise it's like me. A, if that's, it, it's not, a way of saying that, what is it, like the like hard times create, or hard, hard times create hard men, and then soft times create soft men, whatever. Rough times create real G's. Real <laughs> G's create. I saw like a hood version of it. I'm like, I want that as a bumper sticker. Piss off everybody in my small town. Um, but no, dude. So, man, it's it's late. It, shit. Yeah, it's late. Guys, we'd do this later because I actually feel like there's other stuff we could chat about. We got to get, I don't know. We'll try to throw a bonus episode in here somewhere. Maybe. For, let me know what y'all think. We might do an iceberg of some sort of like do a bandit take on conspiracies. Like something I feel like that's what's, lacking. What's going to be the jump off point? Dog people. Dog people. Now, I'm, dude, what if I'm just the guy you go to about dog people things nowadays? Hang on. Did you listen to the mandatory homework? It was about giants. You didn't send me the dog people thing. Oh, okay. I might have messed it up. Yeah. I, I, and then I got a phone call. I was like halfway through. It was about giants. Yeah. And I was giants. like, are they going to get to the dog people? Oh, and no, then, they didn't. Man. And then I think my phone rang. And I started doing something else. But no, it's so I'll have to you slow me. And I guess you have to send me that. Dog people and giants. They'll be more coming at you. We'll do an iceberg of something. But if y'all got one to recommend or y'all want something interesting to take on, let me know in the comments. Thank y'all for making it this far. You people are badass. All peoples. Uh, follow us on Merce what can they follow us on throw some plugs everything Instagram Rumble Twitter YouTube Facebook just basically type in Bandit Radio Hour in any of those things and we'll be we'll be there it's us or a Russian guy playing chilling music that's wearing a gas mask and I'll, I'll give him this like his shit looks cool um, but no listen to us we'll see y'all later